Welcome to Missing Artwork, a show that lets artists behind your favorite album art tell their story and experience in making the iconic image of the music you love. I'm your host, Michael Paul Escanuelas, and today we're talking to Alan Hines, the designer of the 2016 Mondo Repress for the score of the 1999 film Fight Club. Sacrifice. It's an idea that we don't always associate with our record collection. But to create a design that would match the creative level of Fight Club, designer Alan Hines found himself gaining inspiration from many of the film's darker themes. Taking influence from the simple design of IKEA, Hines used a solid bright yellow color to wrap the vinyl package. He completes this design with minimal sans-serif fonts and a small vector illustration of a penguin. The elements come together to create a package similar to something you would find wandering the large sections of the Swedish base furniture store, beloved by the unnamed protagonist Edward Norton plays in the film. But rather than creating a standard 12-inch sleeve for the score, Hines took a unique approach to creating the packaging. Rather than slipping out the vinyl through an opening on the side, the listener must rip open the outside IKEA packaging to reveal the contents inside. That's right, Heinz's design forces fans to do the unthinkable. To listen to the score, they must destroy the beautiful packaging they just received. In this episode, Heinz goes into detail about this unique concept and how the collector mentality played a large role in his design. My name is Alan Heinz. I'm a graphic designer from Dublin. Uh, well, I was born in Dublin, grew up in Ireland. Then I moved to San Francisco probably mid or the late 90s and have been working uh have been working here since mondo great a really great company uh you know definitely one of the the best companies that i've ever had the pleasure of working with uh, you know I, I did a lot of posters for them a lot of bits and pieces with a film rich with meaning like fight club ideas came easily when the team was brainstorming for the project it was really mo he works at mondo as well it was really his baby let's say he really, really liked the film and really wanted to do something special for, for the packaging. They asked me to pitch some ideas, which I did. And I think, uh, you know, they did it under the, you know, under the guise that they had something in mind, but they, let's see what I got. So I pitched some stuff, you know, we kind of went back and forth on a little bit. But really, the idea that Mo was pushing was he wanted to show something that kind of had two sides to it which is very much in the vein of the film and the concept of, of the movie. The team landed on a theme from the movie that matched perfectly with their vision. We essentially came up with the idea of doing the IKEA packaging, not because it was, uh, you know, to well, it was relevant to the movie, but more so because it, the bland generic packaging on the outside, we wanted to disguise the dark contents of what was inside. So, so you get a, you know, a contrast the the IKEA package kind of came fairly easily. That was, you know, it's I, I you know I love the design of the IKEA stuff. You know, it's got a, you know, the heavy Futura. It's you know, it's just an iconic look. Everyone knows it, and everyone kind of gets it uh, in relation to the movie. I think so. It was more a case uh, left up to me uh, and left quite open in terms of how we or how I go further from there. Sacrifice, a major idea in the packaging, came from an unexpected influence in Heinz's everyday life. In terms of, you know, how you actually get into the package, which is a tear strip, that kind of came to, came to me. Uh, I have a cat, I mean, and I tear those things off the cat litter box uh, pretty much every week. 
you know, they're always fascinating and they do a different type of tear than, you know, a, a, another opening device, like something that, you know, would have a, you know, something on an envelope. So, so I was always fascinated by them and it, and it just, it, it tore differently. So I was like, uh, okay, well, that would be kind of interesting to try and apply that to a record cover somehow. You know, Mondo's is, is, you know, famous for or notorious for selling out really fast. And you'll see the stuff on, you know, eBay for, for double the price the next day. And there was no consequence, you know, for, you know, it's happened for, for various projects I've done over the years, various posters. And there's no, you know, there's no consequence to do to doing that uh, for, for someone who just buys the thing not to care about it or not to listen to it or not to look at it, just to, to flip it and sell it. So I kind of wanted to do something where you okay, you can go ahead and do that, but you're not going to get the payoff that you get where you can open it, see it, go, oh, that's cool, and then just sell it. You, you, you're not going to get that payoff unless you sacrifice something. You know, at the at the you know for, at the end here when Mar when Mondo was selling the record, they kind of marketed it as a destroy something beautiful. You know, under 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 that type of quote from the movie. But I have to admit, uh, at the very beginning, when I was doing it and came up with the uh, concept of the tear open, I was kind of more throwing a little jab at the collector mindset. There's a lot to unpack with a movie like Fight Club. For this project, Heinz needed to familiarize himself with the film and book to find the right inspiration for his design. You know, anytime I do a project like this, uh, you know, or anytime I do any project, there's a, you know, I do a ton of research beforehand to try to gather as much information be it extraneous, be it small little things that don't seem relevant at the time. Uh, I just, you know, gather them all down. I write pages and pages of notes and then kind of just go through all the notes and circle bits and pieces. So going through the internet, uh, you know, it just typing in Fight Club into Google image search and just seeing, you know, what people have put up there. There's a ton of stuff and people are big into the movie. They're, they're majorly into the quotes. You'll see a billion different fan art uh, pieces utilizing quotes from the movie so i kind of wanted to step away from that angle of it but you know in the book there's a ton of subtle things all the way through the book and through the movie the people who are huge fans of it they love dissecting these things and figuring out they have an extra meaning or the, what the particular number so there's a ton there was a ton of stuff to be able to choose from most of the stuff every actually every number on the record that isn't a catalog number for the record itself has a relevance or a relation to the movie. It may be at a phone number that sometimes pops up on something. Maybe it's an address. And I think the people who enjoy the movie, they enjoy finding these little references, or they did anyway, uh, back in the day. But they're out there on the internet. So basically, I trolled through blogs. I trolled through all sorts of different things, pulling out the, you know, the smallest tidbits of information that people had discovered about the film and the book. Throughout this process... Heinz was free to work with many of the ideas he found within his research. That's, the, that's probably the best thing about Mondo in terms of being an artist and working with them. Once you agree on a general idea at the beginning for a project, they, you, are pretty you are allowed to go ahead and basically try, to, try, try and push it as far as you can. Now that said, when I was going through this, there was a bunch of stuff that I pitched that I would have loved to have seen happen that wasn't able to happen legally or it was, wasn't able to happen uh, through technology. I mean, for instance, uh, uh, on the back, where, where the song titles are, this is the score to the movie rather than the soundtrack. But the thing that people most remember about that movie is the final song, which is The Pixies, Where Is My Mind? And that's not part of the original score, but it's such an important part of the movie, and I wanted to make reference to it. So I wanted to have a, a fake barcode on this that would link to, I don't know, the Pixies uh, song on the internet somewhere so you could hear it. Uh, we weren't allowed to do anything like that. 
but um, I did manage to slip a reference in just uh, within the uh, within the text on the back cover. On the back of the packaging, select letters were in bold to spell out "Where is my mind." So yeah, there was there was various bits and pieces that would have been cool to do. You can't. So you know that said, I think there was a bunch of stuff that I was allowed to do. With such minimal design, Heinz installs meaning into every detail. The the cover is pretty much a direct takeoff of the IKEA style. I I, I always loved it. It's, it's got the Futura Futura Black or Futura Heavy on there. It's just clean design. Uh, just simple things like putting the barcode massive on the front cover which they used to, to great effect as a design element. I always like using things that aren't specifically nice or pretty. So I try not to have a style when I do this stuff. I really let the project lead the style. I, I, I definitely uh, am a designer as opposed to anything else. So I like clean design. I like typography. And it was a, a good opportunity to not have to come up with original, let's say, illustrations or anything apart from the penguin there on the cover. The coloring on the on the package. I mean, we, I chose yellow specifically because, of, you know, of its uh, relevance to to cowardice, which you know again ties in with the are you going to take the dare and actually tear this record open? So you know, every, everything was chosen carefully, right down to the colors, because I don't, no, I'm not sure if actually IKEA has ever used a yellow. They probably have. To create the duality of the artwork, Heinz used items around his kitchen to create the disgusting image for the inner sleeves. The lipo bags, or the, the bags filled with lipo fat, which, again, I, I felt was a direct contrast to how pretty and clean the outside was. The inside, you know, you get this disgusting gel-looking stuff uh, printed in the inside as the uh, inner sleeves, which, in, which incidentally was my homemade chicken stock, uh, which, which actually worked really great. And I think it has the same consistency as, as the stuff in the movie. You know, I could have made up my own version of uh, a lipo bag, but I tried to keep it similar enough. I mean, there's people who who probably look at it and go, well, that's not the same as it was in the movie. Not that that really matters, but I think th those are the people who, who, who this is made for. So keeping it consistent to their view of what the movie was or what they remember, uh, I think is important when doing stuff like this. It's also easier for me. I mean, I don't have to come up with a brand new style that no one really has any uh, idea what it means. It's, hard, it's a harder sell, really. From experience, Heinz did not always have this much freedom when working with licensed packaging. It's almost a standard that's kind of hard to break. And I used to work in uh, video game packaging uh, when I first moved to uh, San Francisco. At, at the very beginning, it was great. You could do whatever. And then all of a sudden, they'd start getting, uh, you know, licenses to uh, make a movie or make a video game for things like Braveheart. And then once once Mel Gibson's giant floating head had to go on this stuff, that's pretty much the, all the designs and decisions are pretty much uh, set for you before you even go into the project. So it's not very interesting. Uh, but, you know, you're going to sell a bunch more games or a bunch more of anything if that, if that image is on there. I think it's far harder to come up with something that uh, is still relevant to, to, let's say, you know, the movie, if we're talking about Fight Club. But by doing something that doesn't have Brad Pitt on the cover or it doesn't have a giant quote that everybody knows. So, yes, it, it, for me as a designer, that is far more interesting. And, and I always, you know, I think that's why Mondo uh, asked me to do some of this stuff, because I am going to take that approach as opposed to the more standard approach. Inserted into the package was a six-panel poster detailing a scene from the movie. Heinz explains his process and fight for the inclusion of the oversized poster. 
the artwork is based on on the first page of all IKEA um, instruction manuals, which is these two guys. It's always better to work with a friend. You'll get the thing put together a little faster, despite you know the nonsense instructions they usually give you. So that was that's their you know kind of humorous intro to an instruction manual. So I did a play on that. Again, I brought the the Mondo reference into it because I was again I was kind of trying to take a jab at the collectors a little bit. Uh, so. The, the thing goes through and kind of outlines a, a, a scene in the movie where uh, where the acid burn happens on the hand. So I kind of outlined that with the uh, with the diagrams, and then the final scene is uh, where in the IKEA brochure it would usually have if you have any problem or the, the image suggests if you have any problems call IKEA and we'll help you. Um, so the final scene on this one had a big X through um, calling the Mondo offices because they're not going to help you. So that was kind of, that was kind of the fun of but. Uh, in terms of the size of that thing, uh, that's a a six panel fold out poster. So it's uh, the twelve inch cover size folded down uh, a bunch of times and to fit in there. And and the reason I wanted to do that, um, when I used to buy records, uh, they used to often give posters that size in them. And I always loved that that it was such a huge thing that came inside the twelve inch cover. So I wanted to push for that, especially the size. But also the awkwardness of opening up something like that once you get to it, I thought was was appropriate and 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 played played along with the whole IKEA feel. Once you get the thing, it's it, you know it's not as easy as it looks. So it would have made a big difference, I think, sliding out a letter size page with that you know that same diagram image on it, as opposed to pulling out this thing that you got open it up. I mean, it's probably you know you got to stretch your arms to unfold it really. So yes, it was more about making it awkward for people. And you know, play on playing off of the, uh, you know, how how complicated IKEA stuff can be sometimes. This release was met with high praise and quickly sold out of its first pressing. Heinz style came through perfectly to create a stunning package that will go down as one of Mondo's most unique releases. The thing kind of designed itself. Yes, no, it was a, it was a fairly easy thing to to finish once we were all on the same page and and and, and an agreement uh, on the, on how this uh, should go. And that's the again. That's that 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 is one of the uh, the great things about working with a company like Mondo. In the case of this one, I do. I suppose it's more probably because I can't take credit or I can't let's say pick apart the design on the cover because it's really not my design. It's really IKEA's design. It's far easier for me to pick apart my own stuff. But in this, I pretty much stuck fairly uh, rigidly to the IKEA style. So you know, if there's anything wrong with it, it's kind of their fault, in my opinion. <laughs> And you know, I I just I really like it, I suppose, because uh, you know, because we don't have giant a giant Brad Pitt floating head on it, uh, you know, which you know, or 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 I didn't have to use the um, the Fight Club logo uh, in the actual one, which I always thought was, you know, a, a really bad uh, type uh, typographically. I just thought it was ugly as sin, uh, but very much of that era. Uh, so yes, I, I'm glad I didn't have have the uh, have to actually have to put that stuff on there. So yes, I I, I do like this thing. People have come to expect it, especially the way you know you, 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 the way movies are advertised. Uh, you know, it's. It, I, I think when you do something ex- unexpected like this, it, it can be hit or miss. It really can. It can, can completely go over people's heads and, and just be ignored. Uh, you know, and especially with a movie that's been you know that hasn't been really in people's minds for a while. Um, it, it really could have been. So yes, it's, it's refreshing to see that people, especially the people who are used to a different type of look for for their movies and their and their collectibles. Have been have been so open to to this, and you know it just really goes to prove the point that good design is good design when 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 it when it's done right, and people are people are open to it.
Missing Artwork is a collaboration of Chris Lantinen and myself, Michael Paul Escanuelas. We are part of the Modern Vinyl family of podcasts, which represents other great shows like Misaligned and Vinyl Crawl. Check out modern-vinyl.com to see the latest vinyl news, features, and to find out more information about our podcast family. Thank you to Mark Redito for our theme music. And of course, thank you to Alan Hines for talking with us. We are still in our podcast infancy, so please go and subscribe to our show on iTunes or whatever podcast service you favor. And leave a review telling us how much you love us and the show. Then go share us with your friends. We're always on the hunt for new listeners. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Missing Artwork or at Modern Vinyl. Thank you for listening.